6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. This comes as as doctors across the country are investigating more possible cases. Two in Hamilton, two in Ottawa, and Quebec is also... Um, just reported a case. Uh, these potential cases are in addition to, uh, you know, a couple more over the weekend in Ottawa. Uh, on Friday, the federal government barred visitors from seven southern African countries in a bid to keep the variant out, but Nigeria was not among them, and that is where the travellers were traced back to. The Ontario government has called on Ottawa to implement a point-of-arrival COVID-19 testing for anyone entering Canada, regardless of where they've come from. Doctors in South Africa right now are saying most patients that they are treating with the new variant have mild symptoms and are not being hospitalized. Most have flu-like symptoms, and the vaccination are doing much better than the unvaccinated. So what exactly do we know about this so far? What do we need to know about it? Let's find out with microbiologist Jason Tetro. Jason, welcome back to the show. Great to be joining you. Oh my gosh, you know what? Uh, it was a, a, a break for a while, then all of a sudden we're, we're back talking on a, on a fairly regular basis. And I think people are wondering, Jason, when is this all going to end? Well, I mean, this Omicron uh, may actually be able to signal the end uh, because it looks like a Frankenstein's monster at a genetic level, I'll be honest with you. Uh, it's got, um, you know, 30 different variations in the spike protein alone, another 20-some variations everywhere else. But the really interesting thing is that these are variations that either we've seen before in many other of the variants, or they look like they're designed to be able to help the virus be more efficient in the body. And because of where, the way we think how it came out, uh, very, you know, an immunocompromised person who had chronic infection, we've seen this before, mm-hmm. we might be able to use this as a stencil for a universal vaccine. Mm. And then what happens is if we have a universal vaccine, then we create what's called a variant-resistant vaccine. And then all of a sudden, you get the people vaccinated with the one booster, very similar to what we're doing now. But then you don't have to worry about subsequent um, versions coming down the road. There is such a thing as a variant-resistant vaccine or the possibility of such a thing? Well, yeah, because we actually know how which um, antibodies that you make are variant-resistant. We, we, we already know this. And we actually do have variant-resistant antibodies that are going to battle against Omicron. And that's why uh, when we talk about this particular one being the same as Delta, it's not because it's evading the immune system. It's, as we've talked about before, it's a race. It will produce virus at an incredibly rapid rate, just like Delta does. Mm. And so you have to have enough antibodies to be able to stop it. But if you don't, it could lead to a breakthrough infection. And then your T cells have to come in afterwards to make sure you don't get serious infection. That's all, of course, if you've been doubly vaccinated. If you haven't been vaccinated it's going to affect you just the same as delta okay jason i I think there's 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 concerns out there that this could outpace or outrun the delta variant Mm -hmm. um where are we i these the early days i know that but scientists are working really really hard to figure things out right now is that a real possibility yeah so the reason delta works so well is because it looks like the common cold when it's infecting you okay 
What's happened with Omicron is that in that zone of the virus that makes it look like the common cold, it kind of looks better to the common cold than Delta, which I didn't really think was possible, but it is. And that means that it could actually produce even more virus than the Delta did if it breaks through a vaccination or if you're unvaccinated. And as a result of that, it means you're going to have more virus inside of you, more virus that you're sharing. And if you happen to be in a community or a group of people where there isn't enough vaccination going around, then it will spread faster. Right now, initial reports sound like the, the symptoms and the outcome much less severe, though. Well... The reason that we're saying that is because if you look at the numbers that are coming out, a lot of the infected people in Gauteng province, which is you know where it's focused right now in South Africa, happen to be younger. And as we all know, younger individuals tend to be less affected than older individuals. That being said, we may end up seeing in a larger non-vaccinated population where we have people who are older who haven't had the vaccine end up actually coming down with similar symptoms and possibly even similar results as with Delta. Jason Tetro joining us this afternoon. So we, you know, uh, we, we talked about the possibility of this variant-resistant vaccine. What, what protection do the current vaccines then offer? So... In terms of the antibodies, if you've made and if you're making enough, and that's why we have the booster program. So, you know, if you happen to be on the booster program, get it. Um, it makes enough antibodies to be able to stop the virus. That's basically what we're looking at. If, however, you don't, you have the waning immunity or you don't have enough antibodies, whatever, then the T cells, the secondary immune response, um, I was actually looking at the variants um, of Omicron versus the T cell response. You're still going to have a pretty effective T cell response. So if you happen to have that good secondary uh, immune response, you're not really going to be affected at all. That's why they're saying it seems to be less intense than Delta. We're seeing countries uh, put into place uh, travel restrictions uh, from travelers from, from certain countries. Mm -hmm. um, is that too little too late? Are they, do they do any good at this point? Well, there's two things you have to think about here. The first is when you detect it, most likely it's already spread. Yeah. <laughs> Secondly, yeah. you put in a ban for who? Normal, average, good old-fashioned taxpaying individuals, not companies, not shipping, not, uh, you know, th there's so many people who are still coming across the border. This is what we ran into when we were talking about closing the border with the Americans last year. And as a result of that, well, as you can see, we now have three confirmed cases. It's going to go up and, it, and, and we have the travel ban. So bans don't work. I guess that's the one thing I need people to understand. Okay, so uh, as we as we move forward here, it's it's uh, three fourteen. I've got a couple more minutes uh, with you. What do folks need to know? So what or you keep need in to mind. Know, well, you want to keep in mind that it's still a coronavirus, and we now know how we can stop a coronavirus. <laughs> It's called a mask. It's called social distancing. It's basically what we like to call officially non-pharmaceutical interventions, but I call the ABCs. Mm -hmm. Block the airway. Make sure you stick to your bubbles. 
because you all know you're vaccinated. And also, if you are going to be outside of your bubbles and you're going to be around contacts and you're not going to wear your mask, then know who they are. If you happen to be a restaurant, it's still a good idea just to bring in names, that type of thing, even if you are checking for vaccinations, because that way, if there is for some reason a breakthrough, then you can do the tracing. So nothing really has changed in that sense. Uh, Jason, before I let you go, the WHO is saying that it's coordinating with other researchers around the world to better understand this new variant and how it's going to inf- impact uh, where we are in this pandemic with new findings expected within days and weeks. Can you pull the curtains back a little bit and give me an idea of, of what would be going on behind the scenes right now? What would scientists be trying to figure out? How are they doing that? Oh, yeah. So what ends up happening is we have all of these cell culture systems now in laboratories across the world. And the World Health Organization actually has documents so you know which ones to use. So what they're going to do is they're going to actually look at this particular virus. They're going to be making what we call pseudoviruses, which look a little bit like Omicron, but not exactly, so that we can identify what pieces of the puzzle that make up Omicron are actually being involved in either, you know, resisting vaccination or resisting, um, you know, your immune response after you've been infected and just seeing what the actual risk is. At the moment, it's looking like about a 2.7 times increase of risk, but that's very, very preliminary. So, I mean, don't don't take that for granted. But those, those are the types of numbers you're going to hear about probably by middle of December maybe by the 10th. All right, Jason Tetor joining Jason Tetro joining us this afternoon. Always appreciate your time. Thank you for this. It was a pleasure. Take care. Yeah, take care. Microbiologist, host of the Super Awesome Science Show, author of The Germ Code and The Germ Files. It is called Omicron, and uh, we started talking about it on Friday. More cases uh, around the world over the weekend and now being reported in Canada as well. Uh, Ontario reporting a handful of cases. Quebec just a couple of hours ago reporting a, a first case. Premier Kenny is being joined by the uh, the health minister and Dr. Dina Hinshaw along with Dr. Verna Yu, the head of HS, uh, just after 3.30 for a news conference. We'll hear it here live on 6.30, Chad. So um, the WHO just a short time ago uh, putting out a statement saying that the global risk from this new variant is very high based on early evidence and it could lead to surges with severe consequences but the UN Health Agency in a technical memo to member states says and this is important to remember right now that considerable considerable uncertainties remain about the new variant Um, and they said though they expect it to spread uh, around the world or that there is a very uh, good possibility that it's uh, there's going to be more spread around the world we'll keep you updated right here on 630 chat